0: the best advice that I can give you is you can make good money as a production artist. You can make good money as a graphic designer. You can make good money as an art director, a retoucher, a creative director. It doesn't matter what path it is. You got to know what you want with what you're trying to accomplish. You got to be able to show that this is what you're passionate about. Just doing your own research, you can prove to a company that this is what I do and this is why I do it. One big thing that I think a lot of the designers these days will kind of get behind is understanding that they need to be constantly on top of things. You need to stay on those trends because that is what's going to drive somebody to purchase your product or uh, buy something from your company. So as a designer, you need to be able to research those elements constantly.
1: Hello, I'm Peter Bella, your Design Dedux podcast host. I am an assistant professor at the University of Central Arkansas, a creative director and also founder of Twist Creative Studio. Brandon Garn is a mixed media artist and graphic designer. Brandon graduated with a BFA in fine arts from Indiana University. He is transitioning from the creative team at Sweetwater Sound in Fort Wayne, Indiana to the strategic creative team at Levitate, a strategic communications agency. Brandon loves playing guitar, taking on freelance work, helping local students build a stronger portfolio and sets aside as much time as possible for his joy of reading. Brandon has demonstrated a history of working as a creative in the music industry with skills in editing, social media design, social media strategy, typography, as well as management. With his high attention to detail, passion, focus and experience as a graphic designer and creative thinker, he will surely discover his path of becoming a creative director. In this episode, Brandon and I talk about the importance of research in the creative profession, as well as design research as a student. Let's get right to it and dive into this episode. Brandon, welcome to the Design Dedux podcast. It's good to see you again. It's been a little bit, uh, yes. but at least we're seeing each other virtually. So that's good. Great. Yeah. How, how are things been? Things been going all right?
0: Good. Yeah. Definitely good. Staying busy for sure. Um, yeah, just man, just chugging along with the design work and freelance, so yeah, of course.
1: Excellent, excellent. Well, we got a little introduction to you in the intro to the show, but if you want a little bit, uh, tell us a little bit about um, what you're doing as a yeah. as a creative. Okay.
0: Yeah, so currently I am a mixed media artist at um, Sweetwater Sound uh, uh, in the music industry of a sort, and then um, I actually just accepted a position just yesterday. With a local healthcare ad, ad agency called uh, Levitate, um, as a graphic designer. So, uh, yeah, definitely staying busy. And then on top of that, I'm doing a lot of freelance graphic design work, mainly st- sticking with websites and stuff. But um, brushing up on my coding and all that kind of fun stuff too. So,
1: oh, yeah. excellent,
0: yeah. excellent. So, mm-hmm. what's the what do you think is the main
1: difference before we get too much into uh, yeah. the gut of the show here? What's the main difference then between? The first one, it was a little bit more lengthy, right? Multimedia designer. is designer?
0: Mixed media artist is what it was. Mixed media yeah. artist. Yeah. Yes.
1: So what's the difference then from that to mm-hmm. a graphic designer? Like, what's yeah. the
0: difference in the two roles? D- great question. So currently, with my position at Sweetwater as a mixed media artist, um, I am overseeing most of our social media platforms, including Facebook, LinkedIn, and uh, Instagram. Um, but then on top of that, I'm also working with... Uh, photography. I'm, I'm, I, my, my role prior to my current position was assistant creative photographer. Um, so I kind of was able to mesh those together, um, and really try to, uh, use as much of, uh, the resources at Sweet, Sweetwater to help me out. Um, and, uh, just kind of build a better portfolio in that sense with that role. But this next position is going to be very heavy on, uh, design, not as much photography. Um, and then, uh, right now it's just like kind of a waiting game to see exactly what I'm going to be doing but for the most part it's going to be a lot of social media platforms t- still so doing a lot of animation oh, okay. um and then also doing uh handling uh quite a few accounts um uh with their their healthcare um clients so yeah okay that's, that's the biggest difference i would say is one right now i'm currently working with a lot a lot of photo um mm-hmm. and design and then with this next position i'm going to be doing a lot more just design so yeah
1: okay all right. That's good. Yeah. So um, just so our listeners know, you yeah. are a former student of mine. You graduated yes. from Indiana University, Purdue University, mm-hmm. uh, yes. Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, and um, I think I think um, maybe, well, you also transferred into our program, if I remember correctly, it's been a few years. So you got to give me a little slack, right? So,
0: so I, yeah, when I first started the program, um, I was just doing, uh, um, I didn't really have a a degree picked out yet. I just got knew that I wanted to go to college. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, I realized really quick that I wanted to be able to combine art, which is a big passion of mine, um, with, uh, just something that I can really dedicate myself to. And I found graphic design is that Position where I was like, man all of these courses sound so interesting and so intriguing um, because I never really knew a whole lot about design when I was in high school um, until I found the program at uh, Purdue now Purdue University fort Wayne
1: Right. Um, right. so
0: yeah uh, I mean yeah ever since then I've just really loved the the design the design world and the program that I left was astonishing great professors <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, I, I don't know who you're talking about uh, yeah 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 <laughs> so so how has that um education kind of prepared you then for uh what you're what you're moving into and here's the other question mm-hmm. um maybe before that yeah sweetwater was an internship you had while yes. you were in yeah. in the program mm-hmm. yeah
0: so okay. uh i started in the marketing department um with sweetwater as an intern as a graphic design intern and then uh I was very persistent in uh, wanting to stay with them. Um, it was competitive. We had about four interns total. Uh, okay. But I just wanted to, um, I was just very persistent and um, they wanted to keep me on their marketing department. Um, so I was able to kind of transition with some of that design work. And then I took the role of assistant creative photographer, but they also nudged some design with that because they knew that that was my passion. And that was what I was really trying to go for school, go to school for. Um, so, yeah, I was able to really combine both of those.
1: Okay. And then, um, so that internship really, what do you think it was really different than the graphic design that you were studying versus um, the work you're doing?
0: I mean, I was very lucky because Sweetwater owns quite a few companies, um, uh, anywhere from eye care to uh, Sweet Aviation, which is for airplanes and they've got sweet helicopters for, uh, you know, helicopters. Um, and I was just able to really do most design work. I did print media. I did web media. Um, I was even allowed to do a a little bit of coding, email coding and stuff. Um, so I would say that, yeah, there was, there's definitely a lot of things that were different. Um, one of which being coding some of those, those, uh, entry-level things um i knew but there was some of the nitty-gritty that you don't really get until you get like the that job of an internship um and uh yeah i mean those were the main differences everything else really was pretty uh transitioned pretty fluently like um there was a lot of the skills that i obtained were used every day as Sweetwater as an intern so uh it worked out really great for me honestly yeah, yeah. i learned a that... lot through yeah that go internship. ahead no, i mean that yeah. was it yeah i learned a yeah. lot through that internship it I'm, I'm very happy that I was able to, to get that internship. So, yeah,
1: that's great. And then they, they kept you on. So what kind of, uh, skills were
0: picked up on the, um, on the job then, if you will? Yeah. Um, so I would say the main skills that I got was the ability to handle multiple projects at a time, like they always say, you know, um, Mm -hmm. but, uh, it, it's even not to the extent of, you know, school's different because school you've got, projects that are in 3D art and then you've got projects that are, you're writing a paper, a 10 page paper, a 10 page essay um, so really focusing on one specific uh, uh, subject matter um, even though there's so many vast differences within that subject matter, being able to just be like, oh man, I'm doing a print, I'm helping with a print publication I'm doing a pamphlet, I'm doing some banners for uh, uh, web, it's just being able to dedicate yourself to that the whole design in general, that's what I learned the most was being able to just stay, um, stay kind of active in that and just work, work a lot more within that whole spectrum. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well
1: this season's, uh, episodes of the podcast, the last Mm -hmm. eight episodes, uh, you're the eighth and final episode of season one. And then we're transitioning to another topic, but we're talking about research primarily. Yeah. Um, so I'm really curious to, kind of get an understanding of where research has played a huge role in uh on the job
0: mm-hmm. yeah um i would say with research in general there's just the uh you just got to know your demographic you got to know who you're creating things for um i mean currently with my position uh i'm doing our social media so i need to know who is liking our post the most who is um the the most um what what are the best times to be posting um and especially for that specific demographic. So mm-hmm. there's just a lot of other things that go into it. And um the fact that uh you gotta research all of that in the sense of being able to um pick apart those those specific things and then find a trend. Find trends that are setting. Uh once you find those trends then you can just expand upon that and um really try to get that demographic like in tune um that's i mean that's the majority of the research i do currently at sweetwater um is just being able to find my key demographics and be able to show numbers that are uh corresponding with companies that are uh in the same kind of suit as sweetwater in a sense um so uh yeah i mean that's that's the majority of the research that i'd say i do Sweetwater. okay
1: do you um now, for, for context, what's the size mm-hmm. of Sweetwater as far as employees? Yeah. And now um, I know they've got like warehouse for shipping and they've mm-hmm. got sales team and then yeah. they've got probably a creative team. Yeah. But yeah. what does that kind of look like?
0: Yeah. So um, on our creative, uh, in, in our marketing prog- marketing area in general, well, I'll just say, flat out say we have, I think, around 1,200 employees currently, um, most of which are from distribution and uh, the other half are from um, sales. Uh, that okay. makes up a big part of Sweetwater um, because they definitely drive sales for sure. Um, and then they more recently within the last um, 10 years they got a creative services team. A CST is what we call it. Okay. Um, and uh, that basically just in, is uh, designers, art directors, creative directors and we even have like <clears throat> CMOs which is like a the creative um, or the chief marketing officer. Um, so uh, yeah. I mean, it's 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 crazy to uh, to see yourself being able to make big impacts with a company that's so big. But mm-hmm. it's interesting. I mean, we, I think we just our numbers that we just hit this year. I think we got um over eight hundred million or something like that in in uh in sales. So wow, we're getting we're getting to be a pretty big company. Um, but yeah, um, it's 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 interesting to be able to play a part that is kind of the front face of. Um, a company you, a, a lot of the people they'll see our see our design see our work and uh they'll be like wow I mean that's really cool and it's it's awesome to be able to be a part of that to see numbers that are reaching uh a hundred percent growth every year or 200 percent growth like our Instagram right now is at I think a hundred a constant hundred and thirty percent growth we're gaining about a thousand followers per week now oh um, wow since I've started remarkable. Yeah, yeah yeah so it's it's great it's awesome to be able to see those numbers really
1: so, so y- yeah so, you're transitioning too, then. So, yeah, yeah you know how um, uh, the big talk of the town now is you know, it's all about gaining likes and people are like stuck on their phone yeah, and they've got course, to see of that. Course, yeah. So, mm-hmm. now that you're transitioning to something quite different, uh, yeah. from my understanding, it's quite different. Do you think that's going to impact you like it would if it was your own social media account? Do you, do you think you'll feel the hit?
0: I mean, I don't know if I will ever be able to hit that. That's for sure. Like, um, it's a, it's very, it's, it's such a game these days. Everything's has to do with trends and what's going on at the time. Um, I mean, looking at any sort of local businesses, you'll see the same, same, same stuff. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's all jumping on trends. uh,
1: Well, well, more so I'm, I'm kind of like, do you think that it's, um, almost like your baby, you know,
0: do you think that, Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, when you transition away from it, will you look back
1: and go, oh, "Oh, gosh, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm already. uh, um, Yeah, I'm already sad to see it go, uh, especially (laughs) because, I mean, I've had a pretty big impact on that. But I also have to look at that in the sense of if I've done it with this company, then I mean, what about another company? What about uh, Mm -hmm. three other companies at the same time? Like being able to make that impact for uh, different accounts and companies would be that's that's just the, the dream, you know, just to be able to impact people you know, yeah, be yeah, very impactful.
1: Yeah. Um, so then levitate is then how, is that about like a 15 to 20
0: employee agency or are they a bit larger yeah. than that? What's that yeah, they're, like? They're on small scale right now. Um, but from what I have spoken with, uh, the president of the company, she has told me that they're expanding exponentially right now and that they're, they're going to be moving spaces still within downtown Fort Wayne area. Um, but, uh, she said they're moving really, really quick and really fast, so. I'm excited to see that because I would love the possibility to be able to move into a role of art director sometime, mm-hmm. um, within my career. And, uh, I think that there is a potential for that there. I think there definitely yeah. is a potential Yeah. For that. So, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, and, and Sweetwater then, did you get a lot of your data from another team or was this still within the marketing team that kind of gave you, gave you that data for the research end?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, currently I do. Mainly just the front end design is what I like to call it, and uh, we do. We just hired a social media coordinator about about four four months ago, I'd say, um, and he has been doing more of the research, more of the uh, writing, and then I come up with more of the graphics, animations, and that sort of thing. So, yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, we're we're at, we're at such a size now where it's like everything. Everybody has a job, you know. It's everybody yeah. has a place. Everybody has eyes on certain things. So. Right. So then
1: transition to levitate Will that responsibility be, you know, once again, back on your plate or do they have a team that they also use as well?
0: They 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 do have people in place that help out with something like that. But I'll be taking on more of a role with I'll be adding more copywriting to what I do currently, Um, Mm -hmm. which is great because I've been I've been doing a lot of reading with copywriting because I know that that's that and uh, art direction and even creative direction and even being a designer coincide um So seamlessly, and you need to be able to ha- uh have both of those suits on at the same time, so um yeah yeah i've definitely been uh and i 've noticed that since i 've been with my current position um, yeah, but, I think
1: that's going to be um more common uh as oh. as we move forward. I see like you 're already saying at Sweetwater with employees over a thousand that that's you know uh an expectation as a designer that you're able to wear those multiple hats whenever yeah. you want, yeah the same thing with a smaller company like levitate um even more so so. yeah yeah so you're you're doing even beyond the research that you have to do in order to you know match the message um to your audience of course um you've got to research to keep yourself like on that on that yeah Yeah, i think that
0: if um one big thing that i think a lot of the designers these days will kind of get behind is understanding that um they need to be constantly on top of things especially in just the uh world of social media social media is so big these days that you need to stay on top of those trends even if you don't like social media you have to stay on those trends because that is what's going to drive somebody purchase your product or um uh, buy something from your company so Mm -hmm. yeah i think you as a designer you need to be able to research those elements constantly um why? How I do it is I follow a lot of design accounts. I follow a lot of companies, like I follow Nike and uh, Adidas, just to see what they're doing right with their design and um, how we can achieve that uh, by looking at similarities, things that can get, that can connect to your company from their company, you know, and what yeah, just what they're doing right in general.
1: So, uh oh, we've got a little latency in the recording here. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We just missed that last statement, uh, oh. after you talked about reviewing Nike and Adidas.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I was just saying that r- with reviewing those, you, um, the reason why you should is just to be able to connect dots with yeah. um, your company to theirs and see what they're doing right and see if you can stylistically implement a- some of those things that are happening. Maybe it could be some sort of copy that's being written or some sort of, uh, photography that they're doing some modern photography or Mm -hmm. modern design um just being able to stay on top of all kinds of companies trends in general and understand what's going on because that is i would say one of the biggest things with with um being a graphic designer you got to stay on top of things
1: yeah Yeah. i um i talked to my students here at the university of central arkansas about um the changes in graphic design yeah and I talked with a lot of uh, faculty, design faculty, in my uh, prologue episodes about mm-hmm. print versus digital. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Most, and, and I think this is becoming more and more common, I, I, I will say most in hoping that I'm right, most programs now are teaching the print as well as um, yeah. making sure the digital is covered. And some more so than others mm-hmm. are maybe a little bit more heavier on digital now and and then tying the print in. Yeah And I think the other big trend that I've been talking to design students about is video, or 4D, right? Time yeah. and motion. Yeah. Um, what What would you like to speak to for that? Because yeah. I know that the program at um, Purdue was heavily um, print-oriented, and I believe it still is. Yeah. Um, there's a great faculty member down there, Jesse Fashan, who Jesse's has brought great. new media. Uh, yes. into that program uh, pretty strongly mm-hmm. uh, with a little bit of, a, um, I, I guess I'll call it an ask when I was there as a program uh, coordinator. Mm-hmm. I really kind of encouraged her to like, hey, we really need to, to get this going. She was an, she's an yeah. expert in that area. Yeah. Um, it's, um, I
0: actually had a conversation with her recently. Oh, um, great. Speaking upon uh, just kind of being able to teach students email design, you know, as I was just talking with you, coding more so. Because mm-hmm. I think that that email design is huge with companies. Um, I've done a couple interviews recently, and most of them wanted that. Um, oh
1: interesting yeah,
0: yeah. Um, just as an overall graphic designer, so um, I mean there's that, and also the fact that I, I do agree that print, I think at the school that i I graduated from is is more fluent than or it's more te- it's teached more than digital um, which it kind it does kind of put a damper on things because like when you get out to get your first design job, there's going to be a lot of digital, there's going to be a lot mm-hmm. of digital, a lot of social media platform, uh, uh, promotions, a lot of co-op campaigns. Um, and a lot of the, those are digital in my, in my, uh, point of view in my perspective.
1: Sure. Um, and that, that's what I see also, yeah. you know, as, uh, as I'm also a creative director with a mm-hmm. local agency here yeah. and uh, running my own, um, side freelance work yes there that ask is there uh very seldom is it you know can you make me a print brochure it's just not it's just not the norm and what about yeah go ahead
0: i was just gonna say and also the fact that with me so i liked right now um i'm branding myself with social media design um that is my my strong suit right now um but i'm trying to move more into an art direction position but besides that fact you need to be able to do many different things. You, you can. It's not even just the fact of doing, um, doing a Photoshop and Illustrator anymore. After Effects, I dive into After Effects probably daily, um, mm. and that's just something. Yeah, I took an After Effects uh, class in college. It prepared me a little bit, but um, I wish that there was more offered um, for that because that is, I mean, that's big right now look at like any big social media campaign, they're using After Effects for most of their stuff. Um right. doesn't even have to be 3D, 3D rendered or anything. But um, yeah, I would say, uh, yeah, just the fact that you really need to be able to focus on not just one thing, but many different programs and branch out. Like you need to just keep learning. You can't just stop uh, right after college. You've got to keep figuring out what's the new thing. Like I was telling you that I'm I'm actually rereading the coding book that I, which is crazy of me. I'm rereading the coding book, um, that I had in college just because I want to get more well-versed in everything because that makes you so much more of, uh, an asset to the company. Like they sure. just really want to, to keep you on, um, which I would say that's where you get your, your higher paychecks and in, in, in such. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So the time base in motion, uh, how much of that then, Uh, And like you said, it doesn't have to be 3D, you know, there's plenty of, of, you know, what they call flat design. Now there's the 3D flat design, which is kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, I've seen that. That's a a new trend that's going on. Uh, I've seen that, which is, I mean... It they make it look so minimalistic that it looks easy, but it's yeah. If you're a designer yeah. and you see that, you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know how they came up with that. Like that's yeah. crazy. So yeah, yeah. Um, I I would definitely say that like being able to know modeling is also is a it is something that I wish I would have go, gone back in college and would have known more upon. But
1: um, yeah, yeah. yeah. And what what about uh video? I, I have seen a lot of Sweetwater work, and there is a lot of video yeah. in that. So do of you course, see? Yeah. uh have you worked a lot in it yourself? Do yeah. you think that's something you're going to be working with in Levitate?
0: Yeah. So actually, um, I was in charge of a, uh, I had an art direction project here um, in which I I coordinated the whole event. Um, it was, we were promoting our internships and uh, we didn't have any sort of video material, no photos. Um, and the, the cool thing with the Sweetwater internships is they do a lot of different uh things around town like they'll do that. We did a walking tour or the, um, with the the company and we kind of checked out some local hotspots and learned more about the community um, and kind of why, why you should try living in Fort Wayne. Like there's a lot of opportunity here. Um, but yeah, so I, I basically was in charge of getting a videographer, um, a photographer and um, I helped figure out some of the, the page, the, um, the, uh, or oversaw more so um, the uh, actual page that it would live on. Um so I I was just able to really see um how how everything goes together and you need to I mean it's it's a lot but y- yeah I definitely see video like you you have to be able to understand it's more so understanding um the brand that you currently are working for and being able to mimic that brand and maybe even add in a little uh of a modern approach with it or mm-hmm. add in just uh some sort of stylistic approach to it to where it's got more of a homey feel do it. So, um, but yeah, I mean, video is, I mean, it's crazy, especially at Sweetwater because everybody yeah. wants to see gear lit beautifully. Um, they want to see slash playing a guitar or in, on an interview, you know, they want to see all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah video yeah. is huge. But even is, in my
1: creative direction, I've seen a lot more, uh, video requests and it's, yeah. it's growing so much that, um, our videographer where I do creative direction mm-hmm. was so overwhelmed with work she yeah. had 21 projects at one time going on. Jeez, uh, wow, yeah, that's crazy. And she's like, "I need help." And I yes. was like, "Yes, yes, you do." <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um I would yeah, I definitely say that um I mean, look where most of them live too. A lot of those videos that they that are being created are for social media. Um yeah. a, a lot yeah. of them. I would I would say probably a decent amount of, a decent chunk of her projects that she was probably working on were uh, definitely social media promotion oh, co-ops of a sense I, so
1: i would say 80 to 90 yeah, percent of those yeah. are social media promotion
0: so, i think that that is definitely something that um graphic designers right now should start to get behind especially if you're a student um definitely get behind looking at video and understanding the process the process is huge mm-hmm. with video um so Uh, I mean, that's one thing that I was actually able to learn with with still still photography with when I was an assistant creative photographer was I was able to understand the process like you learn how to talk to a photographer because it's a lot more different. It's a lot different than some people think. Um, You got to know exactly what you want. You got to imagine how the photo is going to be laid out. You got to imagine where you want your copy. You got to imagine your CTAs. You got to imagine everything. So Yep just understanding that there's so many more moving pieces and how can i make this oh how can i make this a co-op campaign how can i do more with just this one photo or i've got this photographer here here why can't i do let's do this and maybe add a little bit of this so i've got some options um yeah. and that that in general will just help people out and um within the creative field they'll it'll just help them uh with the understanding of like Oh, cool. He's given me a bunch of these different assets. Um, uh, you know, I don't like the one that he wants me to use. I'm going to use this one. This one's better. And I I mean, just just giving people the option is great. in right, in right. Field. So in
1: uh, the amount of it's research huge. that just goes into that. And it's funny because you don't always think of it as, oh, I'm researching. Yeah. No. But just that process going through your mind of those different things and yeah. where you're getting your inspiration from. Of yeah, um, yeah. You know, yeah. looking at competitors and mm-hmm. all of that. Yeah. And you mentioned earlier talking a little bit about knowing um, knowing the brand of who you're working for. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, you've been with Sweetwater a few years, so yeah. you've got a really good understanding of that brand. Of course, So yeah. when you transition then to Levitate, there's new clients, yeah. right? And yes. there's going to be clients that they'll have that'll definitely have that, um, we've been a client with them for 10 years or we've been a yeah. client for five years. Yeah. And those those brand relationships really build with that agency. So you can Mm -hmm. really understand it. The biggest challenge though, is when you have new clients come in and you've got to discover their brand and what their brand experience is. That's a big one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, With especially, I would say more, especially in an advertisement agency uh, with something where I'm transitioning to with um, healthcare, it's a little bit easier because you've got all these companies that are stylistically primarily the same, I'd say, because you've got to be clean and elegant. Those are, I would say those are the two words that I would describe any sort of, uh, health in anything in cardio or vascular devices or, uh, hospitals. Um, they're just trying to show trust. Um, so, but I would say, yeah, especially if, I mean, you're at an ad agency and you find you have four clients and you gain a new one and they haven't even, ha- they don't even have an established brand yet. Where do you go? Um, now my process with that, I have branded companies and my process with that is, viewing what has already been created. Get inspiration throughout companies that are already created, um, social media campaigns that they've done, websites that they have, and get an insight on what they're trying to obtain. What's their goal? Ask the client what's the, what their goal is. What is your goal with this company? Um, and that could drive they, that could drive exponentially and could help you out so much more than you think because you'll, you'll be able to understand the brand. You'll be able to understand especially in the research part of it, if you're researching different brands and you bring to the client and show them, Hey, I've done research on these brands. Um, is, are any of these brands, anything that you're kind of looking for? Or are they, uh, are you trying to stray away from, from this brand? Um, are you trying to be different? Um, and if so, how can I help in that process? Um, so yeah you just gotta research 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 like you always say you gotta always research brands always you gotta always be able to understand where where they're trying to drive
1: right that Oh, no, that's very true i'm in the middle of uh, uh branding a new company brand new company oh, wow. which Jeez. is even more challenging they've oh. just just created and built themselves they know what they want to do um they've got a small idea of what they want to look like but that's yeah. been um That's been interesting because you try to ask some of those questions and you don't get a whole lot of, you know, back. They're like, well, you know, we're working on that. We're building that. And I'm like, well, how am I supposed to visually represent we're building that?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's hard to, to make, create a brand that they don't know what they want. (laughs) You know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's got I mean, I, I've been lucky enough with my clients who I've, they've kind of had, came with me with some ideas or inspiration. Um, but yeah, just having a client that like, you know, I've got this. I'm making a lot of money right now. I need to figure out how to brand myself, um, but I don't know what I want. Here you go. It's like, yeah. oh man, that's a lot of work. All <laughs> right. Well, I'm going to have to start yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Um, and well, research is always a way to start.
1: Yeah. They've done the nice thing of saying who they didn't want to look like. They say mm-hmm. we want to be as uh, successful as these companies, but yeah. we don't want to look like them. Okay. So I'm like, okay, all
0: right, that's a place to start. That gives, that gives something, but that's still hard because obviously they're doing something right to be that successful. So right. you got to be able to find a happy medium between both of those. You know? Right, right.
1: So, Hey, I'm going to take you back uh, a little flashback. Okay. 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 Yep. Um, research as a student. Yeah. Yep. What was that like? And now of course there's more than just your uh, design classes and what have mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's research in different, different areas. But um, research as a design student compared to uh, research as a creative professional. Yeah. Um, There's – the listeners of the podcast are pretty diverse. Mm -hmm. So, I've got um, people that are working in the field like yourself. Yeah. Um, I have students that are still going through their program uh, everywhere from freshmen to seniors. And I've also uh, got – have plenty of design educators uh, listening in. So, um, talk to me then. Briefly about research as a student compared to uh what you're doing as a professional.
0: Yeah. So um I would say research as a student. Um it's harder. In my in my mind, it was harder because of you don't have that understanding of, you know, what it's like to be a designer yet. You know, you're you're kind of blind in a sense. Um, you've got your books that you're reading in class, which uh definitely read those. Um highly recommend. Um uh because that, I mean, those are great books to understand the process, but that's still, that's not where you should end all. That's not an end all. Definitely those books are not just an end all. You need to be able to, um, what I did was I love to look at publications that, uh, are current, like, uh, peak, like, you know, peak, right? Oh, yeah. that magazine. Mm-hmm. Great, great publication. Actually, Mariah, um, I think she runs it and she works at Sweetwater as a graphic designer. Um, side note, but, um, yes. check out the publication. Great yep, publication. Yeah. It is, Um, but just being able to look at like, what's going on, like what's going on in your community. Um, go to art shows, go to local art shows, even if it's not what you do, even if say you're a sculptor, I mean, go and view something that's crazy abnormal. Go to a, um, a paint, a painting, uh, I don't know, an art show of a sort. Um, for me, I would always go to the, to downtown and I'd go check out their art shows almost every single time, just because you got to understand not just your process, but there's different processes for everything. I mean, it's, it's endless. So the more that you know about a process in general, um, the better, because that's just going to make you, like I said earlier, an asset for a company. Um, but the difference between then and what it is now is I think now you get a you get a heading. You get to understand. You get to see what research has already been conducted. You get to see what the brand that you're currently with um, uh, I mean, like I said, I've got a social media coordinator. He fills me in on a lot of things like, Hey, maybe you should check this out. This is something that's, was really cool. This article, you know? Um, uh, so you get a li- it's, a, I, I wouldn't say it gets easier, but it gets, um, more simplistic because you're starting to understand the process of research of researching a brand. So, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, uh, so when you were a a student over at Purdue and I was there, um, and you were in my publication class, we did a project. Um, it was a large semester long magazine uh, project and, uh, we, we multitasked as well because we had other projects that were the typical, okay. In three weeks and four weeks, this project's due. then we got another project, but the, the magazine, uh, was in the background constantly and we, we. Uh, I'll call it cross pollinated with the photography class. And then we also worked with um, one semester, um, the English department Mm -hmm. Um, and you were on the editorial team for the semester that you were, you were in that class. Mm -hmm. Um, What was, what was that like as far as (laughs) research driven preparing you for the career? Um, And eventually I want to ask you about what we can do different as educators, but let's talk about that. really quick and what a large project like that can
0: do yeah so that was a turning point um i would say in uh my college career because that helped me out with my thesis which was a year long um, a project um that i had to do for a complete year span it um and that just kind of was something that i was able to get behind and really start to feel like I'm doing something like, hey, you guys got to get your assignments in today. You guys got to be able to do this. Um, I need the photography for this. I need to double check your work for this. Um, it really helped. I mean, it helped me out because I mean, like I just said, I just had an intern project and that span probably for four months. So and that's constantly in the back of your mind. It has to be constantly in the back of your mind. Um, and r- really that that project was like I said, it was a turning point because you were able to oversee everything. You were able to oversee the process even if even the students who um were just the designers and and the photographers like I guarantee that they that made an impact with them too because they're getting told something to do that's not just a professor. It's it's somebody who um sh- is probably going to judge you on what you're doing. You need to be able to stay at this level. Um you can't be subpar. You got to be able to really drive drive the points home and really get get your work done. So um yeah i mean that project was was great um just the ability to multitask and have it in the back of your mind um definitely stressful i mean you know at the end it was uh there was some that we were not the biggest fans of but you know what that's that's how the cookie crumbles that's how it happens that's how it works um sometimes but um yeah i mean if i would say if we could fix that at all it would it would just have to be with um the students, uh, being more informed and shown more publications or something that have, uh, you know, maybe, a uh, an idea or a, some inspiration that you've had from the brand or, um, you know, make them research more magazines to be able to, uh, exemplify a professional publication. Mm, right, right.
1: Yeah. That, I think that's, uh, that's a good point. That's important to be able to separate what's what's professional success in design and and what's not. Um, I know that in my classes, um, I'm trying to think back. I did it in my typography class when I was teaching at Purdue, but now teaching here at the University of Central Arkansas, I do it in all of my uh, design classes where I have them do a journal. And it's a weekly journal. Uh And every week they pick a designer, whether from a list that I give them or on their own. But if they do it on their own, they have to prove... Um, that this is a successful person that they're putting in their journal. Mm -hmm. Uh, and they just kind of document the work that they've done, um, accolades their, you know, legacy, historical background, whatever it might be. Yeah. So that every week they're being, um, I I would hate to use the
0: word forced, but Mm -hmm. it kind of is because it's an assignment and they've got to get it done. But I mean, that's uh, the real world. You and I both know that, that, I mean, there are projects that you are going to not like but you have to get behind it, and you have to do it because that is your career, <laughs> right, so um right. yeah, I mean, yeah, i yeah, it's I mean that's great having a journal that is something that's constant and um making students kind of go out there and uh view new artists and uh kind of create statements of why their stuff was successful or not successful in your mind, um but yeah, I mean that's great. I wish I would have had something like that for sure when I was in college, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, well, I know you do a lot of that.
1: Uh, now, obviously I, I follow you on, well, not obvious to our l- listeners, but obvious to you, yeah. uh, you know, I follow you on social media and I see that you do share a lot of, a lot of those as well as your own work. So I think that's really kind of great because yeah, there's yeah. some things that you share that I'm like, oh my God, that's really cool. Yeah, and then yeah. I go look at the work that they're doing and I'm like, okay, this is, this is the kind of work that's becoming trendy now. Yeah, yeah. So I see, yeah, yeah, I see where you it's going. need to keep yeah. doing that so that you can continue to of course inspire, yeah. inspire me it's that's yeah i mean that's yeah. what it's about right we're inspiring course, each other course. constantly yeah.
0: yeah and uh just i mean obviously with your work you got to make make sure there's a purpose behind it you got to make sure mm-hmm. that there's a reason of why you're doing it because nobody's going to care if you're not doing it, doing something for a reason exactly and it's just a yeah. cool picture and it's like, oh, nice, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah
1: unfortunately course. there's there's a lot of that you know, I use Pinterest as that example. there's a lot oh, of yeah. great work on Pinterest, yes, not trying yeah. to dis pinterest Most uh, but you do like if you did a logo search on Pinterest, you get thousands right, and then you're just mm. trying to look at all of those or mm. dribble, dribble's yeah, another one, dribble,, yeah. and you're trying to understand well what's the what's the message here what's yeah, the, yeah what's yeah, the purpose of on it, so yeah, 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 yeah um for sure. so from a now. Career professional, mm-hmm. right um, you've been through the design school process. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I talk about a lot is um, design education is changing, yes. uh, I think we're in that moment where we've got to be doing things differently yeah what would what would you from your experience um, give us design educators? That um, we can start thinking about and consider, you know, things that we can adapt, change, add, get rid of, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: I would say um, w- there's quite a few big points. Um, one of which being having designers understand web more. Um, optimization is huge, and you need to understand the process and why you're doing things. And if you don't, then you're just gonna end up falling back in the same routine um, mm-hmm. of doing of doing bad practice. Um, so that's that's one thing. Uh let me l- let me hold you on that one
1: for a yeah, second and yeah, ask you about um the platforms such as Wix, mm-hmm. Squarespace, yeah, WordPress mm-hmm. versus um
0: coding. So, um I I have done websites with Wix for cl- for clients because they they prefer it, they they trust it, they want it, and that's okay. That's totally okay. I don't think that that's cheating by any means. I think that that's helping but you will reach limitations with that mm-hmm. 100% every single time I've done a website with uh, Wix or Squarespace, you reach a limitation, um, which definitely can suck when you're in that rut because it's like, I mean, you can implement code, but then technically that means that you need to keep updating the website yourself with most mm-hmm. of those. It'll, it'll break it or whatever in a sense. So that's one thing that you need to be cautious about. Um, so in my mind, I think just being able to code yourself. Um, but w- one thing that I do want to inform is that a lot of companies, when you say, Oh, I'm going to, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do this website. I'll code it for about uh, 1200 bucks. Something like that. They'll be like, what? 1200 bucks. No, 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 no. And I'm like, I mean, I can give you an, an alternate. That's going to be probably about 300, um, 400. Um, and I'll build it on this website builder and they'll be like, done. Yeah, that's it. So, It does, it does kind of suck a little bit because it's kind of pulling away from some of your money and hard work, um, as a designers, the, the things that you have had been, that have been drilled into your head with, um, coding. Uh, I mean, I know a lot of my classes were like, yeah, don't stay away from those as much as possible because you're going to run into ruts and you always do. Usually there's always Mm -hmm. a point, a cap that you meet. Um, but yeah, just being able to, to, to understand that you really need to try to, um, push the client to understand that uh you're gonna get a better website and you're gonna get a more professional website if you do it if you do it the way that uh, as you trust me, do it my way of coding it. Um right. so yeah, but uh that's a point. Um definitely understanding that process more. And then I would say even print um at our um you know uh where where I went to college, IPFW, um, I would say it could have been better. Um, in the sense of, I think that it would have been nice to get some reps in once in a while, maybe some printers in to, to expand upon, um, the whole process. Cause it is, it's a monster. Like it's, I mean, you get a client that wants you to print 1200, 12,000 brochures and you're like, um, what, uh, how do I, what do I do about that? Like, how do I go about that? Like, how do I go about that? I know how to design, but mm-hmm. what's the process behind that, um, So I would say just understanding more of the process, not just the design um, and not just that it's pretty paper. Like what is, what is the cost of this? What's going to cost the client even more? What's going to make you more money? What's I mean, because you gotta, you gotta think about so many different aspects when you're doing those kinds of things. So, um, right, right. Print media. Um, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Um,
1: and that's, um, that's something that I talk about in my, uh, graphics one level, uh, courses, of course to, to a degree. Yeah. And that's the, I think that's one of the biggest struggles we as design faculty come across is there's limited time. You know, in all my class, well, in my introductory classes, um, I lay out that thing of, okay, you're in a 15-week course. We meet this many days a week, yeah, this many hours. Mm-hmm. And it's remarkable that that one course is only about 36 to 40 hours of contact time. Dang. And how do you really how do you get all that content? You know, yeah. you've, you've been in the industry a while now you've mm-hmm. learned so much more. Yeah. And it's like, what's the right content? Yeah. What volume of that content. Yeah. I it, mean, it's,
0: it's tricky. When I was, when I was chatting with Jesse about, um, about email coding, I told her, I was like, you know what, that's a good, I think that you should add that in your program. She was like, but the problem is, I mean, time we, o- we only have a certain amount of time to teach things. And I try to teach a basis of every subject and touch it. But sometimes there's some subjects that slip away. Um, right. And, and I think restructuring a whole program can be crazy, uh, especially as a professor, like that's gotta be a nightmare. Um, uh, but, um, I just, yeah, I mean, I would also, I wanted to say that, um, uh, have you ever worked with Critio kits before? I don't think so. So it's basically like, um, redesign. It's like what a production artist, a lot of stuff that a production artist will do. So redesigning, redesigning one, uh, Uh, so say it's an advertisement for a brand new guitar, right? And it's going, um, everywhere on the, on the internet, wherever somebody, somebody searches a specific guitar and they're going to see an advertisement there. Um, there is a bunch of redesign that I was never really taught about that. Um, when I was in college that it would have been nice to understand that and understand that there's going to be a lot of times when you're, you're going to be redesigning a bunch of one thing like 600 times like i've sat there at my desk for four hours and redesigned something um the same promotion just in different pixels you know pixel mm-hmm. pixel dimensions so um yeah that's but actually a great idea yeah, yeah for like an intro exactly uh, yeah course. i think that's a i think that is i mean that's huge um i mean also the fact with like uh, while we're still on the the basis of um of uh you know digital media i think that retouching was also another subject that would have been uh better if i got a lot more real life stuff like with my retouching class it was very cut and dry um we're reading out of a book it's gonna be this uh this is how you do this here's a small project here's this uh we're gonna be doing this here's a small project here's this i want to see something that a situation that you're gonna get in real life um like uh we shoot a bunch of guitars and I will sit and retouch one image for almost an hour sometimes, clipping it completely perfectly, um com- complete, um, and just making yeah. it the best that it can be because that that's gonna be seen by thousands and thousands of people. Oh, looks so, like we looks like um, we paused our understanding connection.
1: that again a little more latency. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There, there it goes. Yep. All good. All right, you're okay, back. Cool.
0: Yeah. So um just kind of understanding that uh photo retouching is also, I would say a pretty big part, um, in design and just understanding the process. Like I would say I learned quite a bit in my, in my photography classes about lighting and all that, but I just didn't with the retouching subject, it was never really brought to my attention. I was just very lucky that I had, um, a creative director who kind of took me under his wing and showed me the whole process. And, uh definitely i mean we butt some heads because i was like man this is just this sucks this is crazy this is so much work like how am i getting yeah. this done but you got to do it it's just it's just part of part of the process so right right yeah yeah yeah, taking that, and, yeah.
1: That, that one photograph get making it in 10 20 different uh dimensions and yeah. you know three four five each one of those in three or four or five different um resolutions and yeah yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, but I mean, other than that, like the thing that people also got to understand, and I know that you understand it, and I know a, a qu- quite a bit of people in the, on listening to the podcast will understand it. That um, professors have a lot more than just trying to learn new things. They've got a lot of stuff that it's it's hard to change curriculum. I I, I guarantee it is because of the workload of it. You know, um, definitely. But yeah. Yeah. So, but understanding where a student's point point of view with that, I think is is great for sure.
1: Yeah. Right, right. It's, it's, um, from a faculty standpoint, it's, I would say, fairly easy in individual classes for individual projects, mm-hmm. um, you know, forever that course is meant to cover to make those adjustments where we can start thinking more about current roles in graphic design. We can start thinking more about, uh, trends that design professionals, um, will be coming across. And try to think more about the tools and the process that's happening, uh, for sure. Of but when you have to start creating new classes to address that, that's when it starts becoming, you know, a year-long, year-and-a-half, year yeah. two-year-long yeah. process yeah. uh, to make those changes. And then if you're thinking about it that way, in that two years, especially in the, the industry today, how quickly that's changing. Because I yeah. think four years ago, I would have never said, Hey, we need to make sure that we have students create a video project that goes along with this new campaign for this new promotion. Right. You know, of course, but today I would not hesitate to have them think about that. Uh, I wouldn't hesitate any longer for, uh, students to start thinking about prototyping in Adobe XD. Um, sure. Not everywhere is building apps or, or web pages, but that prototyping software is such a, uh, time saver yeah uh ahead of time even
0: even to be able to say that you've used programs like that to companies um being well versed in programs that you may not touch very often but um especially the fact that if you start to understand a program there are tutorials out there that you will go blind watching because there are so many of them so Mm -hmm. you uh, being able to understand the basis of a of a program in general and then just doing your own research and um on that program and learning it is just i mean that's yeah that's great that's great
1: right have you um as a student and, and I appreciate you saying that because I want to ask you a quick question as a student, did you ever find yourself um, I'm trying to think of the words right um, as far as software goes, like yeah. how come I'm not being taught more software tools
0: mm-hmm. um so I would say not necessarily um but there are, it's more so the trends because like the true after effects, right? Um, mm-hmm. le- I, I had a course in after effects in college and, uh, that course was great. I learned quite a bit. Um, but the projects that we used for, for the tools that we got, that we started to understand didn't really coincide very well. Like they, I didn't really understand enough in the sense of like, Oh man, you know what? Um, I can actually use something like this. Like it's not, it's not that cut. It's, it's more cut and dry. And it's like, uh, yeah, here's, um, this project, uh, because I just kind of want you to do it, you know, because I think Mm -hmm. that you need to understand the tools, but you need to throw something to a student where they don't know the tools. And they're like, oh man, how do I do this? Because that is where you get more involved as a professor and where they can start reaching a more professional level of, um, understanding with the program and software and they can communicate that to their viewer. So. That's
1: great. I'm glad to hear you say that because, yeah. uh, that's definitely my approach. You know, I'm yeah, like, of course. Here, here's what, here's what we're working towards. Yeah. How are we yeah. going to get there? Yeah. So, so it does allow them to explore, mm-hmm. to think, mm-hmm. to research, yeah. um, to figure out what tool they want to use and how they're going to use yeah. the tool. So, yeah, yeah. yeah um, yeah, of words of advice. I'm going to, um, let you, uh, leave the podcast with mm-hmm. words of advice to not only just, um, but other professionals like yourself students and design educators um as we use research every day uh and we keep learning so yeah. so right.
0: um it's it's all yours i would say w- the best advice that i can give you is i mean you got to know what you want as a designer or you got to know what you want within with what you're trying to accomplish um portfolios are so big and you got to understand you got to be able to show to a creative director or the CEO or the president of the company, you gotta be able to show that this is what you're passionate about. And um, those should reflect that. Uh, like my end goal is to be an art director. So I would say, yeah, I only have three or four of art director art direction projects, but those should be what you should be focusing on. And those are what you should be showing in your portfolio. And you need to be able to separate your, um, your projects that you're doing in your free time with the projects that you're doing on a company standing on a professional level. Um, being able to, to cut those into two different places is where you can really get good jobs and you can prove to a company that this is what I do and this is why I do it. Um, it's always great to be able to put your own personal work on um, your portfolios. I do myself, but it's got to be a pretty good level. It's got to show that you have understood tools that you have gotten from college and especially the real world, um, uh, you know, working for a company, um, getting those tools and using those to be able to create promotions, uh, or just artwork in general. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, that's probably the best advice that I can give to a student, um, in, uh, in college currently is just make sure that you're right now in college, it's where it counts. So make sure you're doing projects to where, and you you're starting to think about what you want to do in the field there's you can make good money in production art as a production artist you can make good money as a graphic designer, you can make good money as an art director, a retoucher a creative director it doesn't matter what path it is. all of those paths still lead to the to the same end goal that you want but you just gotta hone in on that and then focus just focus on one specific thing while still being uh able to understand everything else in the company so yeah <laughs> right um, yeah that's yeah that's the best advice i give you guys
1: <laughs> yeah but it's fun yeah, it's, it's, always it's fun. energizing oh man yeah yeah it's exciting it's yeah. a, ex- an exciting field Woo. of course it is but well, that was yeah. a tongue twister yeah hey um where can people uh find you and see the work that you're doing
0: yeah so um i would say uh my instagram which is just brandon garn um it, I, I usually post quite a bit of work i'm actually getting ready to work on uh, creating a more professional Instagram, um, where I'm just posting kind of my current, what I'm, what I'm doing in my free time, especially with, um, with, uh, within the design field, but then, uh, yeah, Instagram. And then I'm also on LinkedIn. So
1: yeah, great. Okay. Fantastic. I'll make sure that, uh, I had those links into the show notes, great. both on the website and on YouTube. Cool. Um, despite our little, uh, internet, uh, yeah. hangups there. I think yeah. it, it, we had a great conversation. I appreciate it. Uh, Brandon, I know I reached out to you kind of last minute, yeah. no, um, saying, Hey, do you want to have a, a podcast <laughs> conversation? And you're like, yeah, yeah. sure. And I'm like, how yeah. about in two days from now? <laughs> I'm like, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Got to get ready a little bit,
0: but I got this. Yeah. There you for sure. Go. <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah. you had, um, you had some wonderful, um, information to share with us, some great advice, uh, and I appreciate it. So and thank uh, you for the opportunity, Pete.
0: Really appreciate
1: yeah. it. Oh, I appreciate you uh, being there to have that student plus professional um, perspective on it. And I'm thinking already ahead in the future, I'll bring you back and we'll talk a little bit more Great. about portfolio. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. And what I portfolios think portfolios yeah. look like. That's yeah.
0: a, that's definitely a big subject that could be talked for, talked about for quite some time. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You can never hear enough. It seems. You can't. Um, I mean, mm. yeah, there's, yeah, you, the portfolio is everything. Portfolio is yeah. everything. Yep. So we'll uh,
1: we'll get you back on the podcast, talk about that in the
0: future. Great. Great. All right, Brandon. Thank you so much for your time. Thank
1: you. Take care. So say hello to everyone back in Indiana for me. We'll do. See you later, Pete. You bet. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode. The Design Dedux podcast can be found at designed.com. That's D E S I G N D E D U X dot com. Where you can listen to the podcast or watch the video version of the podcast, as well as find links to the guests and the topics discussed during each episode, the Design Deducts podcast can be found on most podcast listening platforms. You can join us on social media through Instagram and Twitter via at design underscore D-Duck, on Facebook as Design D-Ducks Podcast, and join us on YouTube at Design Deducts for video versions of each episode. If you are enjoying the podcast, you can show your support on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash design underscore deducts. Once again, thanks for joining us, and we hope you'll join us again for the next episode.